Good morning, everyone. Jennifer LeClaire here with you, Senior Leader of the Awakening House of Prayer Global Movement. This is Mornings with the Holy Spirit, pressing in daily to the power of presence and presence of God. Something good is going to happen to you today. I declare it in the name of Jesus. Come on, I'm coming to you live from South Florida. Find me at our church, Awakening House of Prayer. I'm there on Sundays, preaching, praying, prophesying, and casting out devils. We've got a 1047, a 130, and a 4 p.m. Three different messages every single week. Prophetic worship that will, oh my goodness, bring you right into the presence of God. Signs, wonders, miracles, deliverances. It's all there for you you all day, every Sunday. If you're not in the region, come join the online campus, ahop.online. You can watch those services anytime you want or go deeper with us. Get into the virtual healing rooms, the virtual prophecy rooms, all the archives, the, the many benefits of going deeper. You'll find those at ahop.online slash webchurch. I want to also remind you of the Awakening Prayer Hubs movement, an offshoot of Awakening House of Prayer. Our heart is to see the nations awakened, bodies healed, souls saved, people delivered, rescued from addiction, rescued from sex trade, rescued and restored. That happens through prayer. I'm believing for a third great awakening that's greater than any other awakening we've ever seen. And I'm looking for a thousand intercessors to stand with me in the nation's of the earth. Maybe that's you. God qualifies you. We equip you. And believe me, you're qualified to pray. Check that out at awakeningprayerhubs.com. Remember the Ignite Network. Hop on over there if you want to be in a pure prophetic environment where there's no judgment, no Jezebels, where you have the opportunity to grow, to ask questions, to do prophetic exercises, to have your dreams interpreted and your words judged. Check it out, Ignite Network and the Company of Seers. You'll find all of that at ignitenow.org. Amen. Today's broadcast brought to you by the voice of God, listening, discerning, and releasing Holy Spirit's words. That's the brand new series starting in just a few weeks. It's on early bird right now. Check it out. School of the spirit.tv slash voice of God. I'm going to read today from victory decrees, daily prophetic strategies for spiritual warfare, victory. And today's devotion is titled don't overreact to the enemy's maneuvers. Well, that's a piece of advice. Wait, what? Don't overreact to the enemy's maneuvers. And here's what I heard the Lord say. Listen carefully. If you're listening, say amen. Be careful not to overreact to the enemy's maneuvers. He's watching. He's examining you from top to bottom. He's exploring your reactions to his fiery darts. And the Holy Spirit asks this question, will you rise up with the shield of faith and quench his onslaught? Or will you speak words of fear to your friends and family? Will you become anxious and overwhelmed? Or will you become bold as a lion in the face of the enemy's persecution against your life? And the Lord says, don't overreact. Stay calm. I am your peace. Look to me and I will help you stay the course to victory, says the Lord. Come on, don't overreact. How many times have you done that? How many times have I done that? Overreacting, making a mountain out of a molehill, creating a worse environment than the enemy himself could have created by our response. We've got to stop overreacting, giving him more power in our lives than he has because he only has what we give him. Jesus is Lord. 
The scripture references are in the devotional Victory Decrees. You can get that wherever you pick up books online. Now, the prayer starter and the decree from the devotional. Father, help me stay alert in the spirit so that I quickly recognize the enemy's presence. Put a guard over my mouth and draw me close to you when the enemy is raging against me. I decree a deluge of anxiety, pressure, and persecution against the enemy. I declare I walk in the spirit and respond in the spirit to every enemy onslaught. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Father, we're so grateful that you are seated on the throne. (laughs) We know where you are. You're seated on the throne. You dwell on the inside of us. You're everywhere all the time. You're the omnipresent God. And we're so grateful. There's nowhere we can go (laughs) where where you're not. You're everywhere all the time. We can find you when we seek you. You're not hiding from us. When we seek you early in the morning, we'll find you. Your word tells us, find me, seek me when I can be found. You can be found. I know you can be found. You're not hiding. You're not stowing away. You're not trying to escape our hearts. You're trying to encounter us more than we know. I know that you're trying to speak to us more than we're listening. I know you're trying to show us things to come more than we're seeing. I know. So father, we exalt you because we don't want to see and hear every other thing, every other voice, every other circumstance. We don't want to focus on that. We want to focus more on you than anything else. We want to make you our one thing. So help us. Help us, Lord, to continually exalt you in our hearts. Help us, Lord, to continually exalt you because you deserve the preeminence. You have the preeminence, but sometimes we give the enemy ground in our lives that he doesn't deserve. We allow ourselves to be overwhelmed. We allow ourselves to overreact. We allow ourselves to get stuck in a rut. We allow ourselves to get anxious. Jesus said, don't allow yourself to be anxious. The Lord told us, don't fret yourselves because of evildoers. Don't get all twisted up. Help us, Lord. Would you help us, Lord? You're our helper. So we exalt you as helper. We exalt you as deliverer. We exalt you as the glorious, victorious warrior God. We exalt you over the warfare. We exalt you over the pain. We exalt you over the betrayal. We exalt you over the sickness and the disease. We exalt you over the injustice. We exalt you over the delay. We exalt you. Help us to keep our eyes on you. You need to be front and center in our lives. You're everywhere. Sometimes we can't see you. Help us to see you by faith. Sometimes we don't know what you're doing. Help us to trust that you're doing something by faith. Sometimes we can't hear your voice. Help us to keep doing the last thing you told us to do by faith. Everything in your kingdom works by faith. Faith, the currency of your kingdom. And you've given us the measure of faith. Therefore, we can't say that we don't have the faith because you gave it to us. We need to exercise our faith. So help us because apart from you, we can't even do that. We get overwhelmed. We're overrun sometimes with emotions. We're just needy, needy people, God. We need you. We recognize our total dependence upon you. We recognize our complete reliance upon you, our Savior. We would have died and gone to hell if it wasn't for you. You rescued us out of the miry clay. You you, you cleansed us from all unrighteousness. You delivered us out of the kingdom of darkness and into the kingdom of light and love and joy and peace. Help us remember where we stand. 
when the enemy comes in with the flood of darkness, when the enemy comes in with threats, when the enemy comes in with spine sides, help us remember whose who's we are and where we stand. We are citizens of the kingdom of heaven. We stand in a kingdom that cannot be shaken. So help us, Jesus, not to be so easily shaken because you're not shaken. You're not stirred up by what stirs us up. You're not shaken by what shakes us up. You're not moved by what moves us. You're not upset and anxious, fretting, wondering, worrying. You're a steady, stable God, and we are in you. We want to we want to root ourselves deeper into you, God. Root ourselves much deeper in your love. We want to be rooted more deeply in your joy. We want to be rooted more deeply in your peace, God. Root us. Lord, uproot everything that doesn't look like you from our lives. Sometimes your word, it doesn't take root because of the cares of the world. They come and choke the word out because the lust of other things comes and just rings the word right out of our heart. God, we want to be rooted so deeply in you that we become immovable and unshakable as proper citizens of your kingdom should be. We want to be so deeply rooted in your love that rejection's voice does not phase us. That the voice of fear does not even get our attention. It's not even worthy to look to the side, look to the right, to the left, please. No one is worthy but you. We want to be so rooted and grounded in who you are. An understanding, a revelation of your righteousness and how we are because of Jesus, the righteousness of God. We want to be so rooted, deeply rooted, so confident in who you are. That the enemy's plans, the thoughts, the circumstances, the economy, whatever's going on in the realm of this earth, which is temporary, doesn't move us, doesn't shake us. Lord, we need your help. Root out of us everything that hinders love. Root it out of us, God. There are things in our soul that don't belong there. The enemy came in and sowed seeds while we were asleep. Help us, Lord. You know what evil trees are springing up in our souls because of the evil seeds that the enemy planted when we weren't paying attention, the evil seeds that the enemy planted when we didn't know you, those evil seeds the enemy planted when we were backslidden, when we got a little lukewarm, those evil seeds produce evil trees. God, we don't even know what they all are, but you see them, you know them, uproot them, please. By, uh, for, for the sake of your son, Christ, please uproot these evil things in us. Uproot these evil trees that cause us to behave in ungodly ways. Uproot these evil trees, God, that cause us to, 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 to find ourselves in addiction, to find ourselves in rage, to find ourselves in divorce, to find ourselves unemployed. These evil trees that influence our heart. We don't want these evil trees. Lord, uproot them. Lay an axe to the root of these evil trees that sprang from the evil seeds of the enemy so that our heart, we didn't know. Or we weren't vigilant. We weren't paying attention. We were overwhelmed. We'd already been knocked down. We were in a vulnerable position. And the enemy saw it as an opportune time. And he came in like a flood. And now there's evil trees in our soul. God, would you help us to uproot them? We're agreeing with your leadership. We renounce every evil tree in our soul. Every evil tree of lack. We renounce it in Jesus' name. Every evil tree of addiction, we renounce it in Jesus' name. Every evil tree of depression, anxiety, rage, anger, we, 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 we renounce it in the name of Jesus. 
We don't want to, to walk around not being able to see you because of the forest of evil trees that have infiltrated our mind. We're seeing things wrongly, hearing things wrongly, doing things wrongly, saying things wrongly, and we keep getting wrong, 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 more wrong results, more wrong thoughts, more wrong outcomes because of these evil trees. Father, uproot them. We are supposed to be rooted and grounded in love. But your word tells us that comes when we allow Christ to dwell in our hearts through faith. So, Father, help us to receive Christ in the fullness of his stature. Help us to receive Christ in everything he represents, not just the parts we like. Help us receive his correction. Because whom the Lord loves, he chastens and he scourges every son. Jesus, help us, Lord. Help us, Lord. Help us, Lord. We want to be rooted and built up in you and established in the faith, abounding in thanksgiving because of the great work that you've done in our lives. Root out those evil trees, God. Jesus, we want to trust in you. We don't want to waver between two opinions. We don't want to oscillate in our soul. One day we think this, the next day we think that. One day God's good, the next day we don't know where God is. One day we're victorious over the enemy, the next day we're oppressed in bed with the covers over our head. God, help us not to be double-minded. We want to be rooted and built up in you, established in our faith, abounding in thanksgiving. Help us to allow Christ to dwell in our hearts completely to make him king of our heart, not just a song, but a reality rooted and grounded in love that cast out everything that hinders love. Your word tells us so plainly, blessed is the man, blessed is the woman, blessed is the one who trusts in the Lord and whose trust is the Lord. Because you said it'd be like a tree planted by the water that sends out its roots by the streams and does not fear when the heat comes. For its leaves remain green and we're not anxious in the year of drought. For we don't cease to bear fruit. God, help us. We want to be like that tree planted by the water. So deeply rooted in the Holy Spirit. So deeply rooted in the river of life. That we're not afraid of anything. When the news media says Russia is going to invade Ukraine, we're not afraid. When the economy says inflation is through the roof, we're not afraid. When the doctor says that cancer is going to kill you, we're not afraid. When the enemy brings the heat, we're not afraid because we're rooted in you, because we're trusting in you. Help us to, to, to pursue that level of trust, to go deeper in your heart, abiding in you, surrendering to you, abandoning ourselves to you in complete trust that you are good. We want to be like that tree planted by the water, <laughs> rooted so deeply in the river of God. No fear when the heat comes. Continuing to remain healthy and whole despite the opposition, despite the disappointments, not allowing hopelessness to, to, to invade our soul and rob our faith and steal our joy and make us weak. We don't want to be anxious. We don't have to be anxious in the year of drought. We don't have to be upset when we lose the job. We know there's a better job coming. We don't have to be anxious waiting for the doctor's report because we know God's report trumps the doctor's report. We don't have to wonder when that prodigal is going to come home. We can stand and continue to bear fruit in prayer, not letting go of the promise. Help us, Lord. We want to be rooted in you, rooted and built up, established in the faith, abounding in thanksgiving. We thank you, Lord. We thank you. 
We thank you for what you've done, what you're doing, and what you're going to do. <laughs> we don't want to, we don't want to, we don't want to be like those who, who have no root in us and wither away at the first trial. We wither away, our faith withers away at the first storm. We're withering away, our faith withers away at the first onslaught of the enemy. We don't want to be scorched because we have no root. You are Jesus. You are the root of Jesse. And you dwell on the inside of us. That is the only root we want. The root of God, the root of David, the root of the, the root of Jesus, the root of the son of David. We don't want a root of bitterness that springs up and causes trouble and defiles people around us. We want to be rooted and grounded in your love. So help us, God. Help us. Help us. Help us, God. Help us root out these evil trees. Root out these evil trees. Root out these evil trees. Only you can do it. We renounce them, God. Root them out. Root them out. I thank you, Lord, for deliverance today. I thank you, Lord, for refreshing today. I thank you, Lord, for revelation today of these evil trees. We can't see through them sometimes. Our perspective is clouded sometimes. But now we see there's something there that doesn't belong. There's something in our mind, in our thinking that doesn't think like you. It's not like you. It's not like you. It's not like you. It's not perfect and lovely and, and, and praiseworthy and excellent. We're not supposed to be thinking anything that doesn't match up with Philippians 4. So root out these evil trees, God. We give you permission. We yield to you. We surrender to you. And we say, Lord, have your way in our soul. Uproot the things that don't belong so we can be more rooted in you. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Come on, God is good. He wants you rooted in him. What are you rooted in? If you're rooted in the love of money, you'll lose your money. Whatever you trust in more than the Lord, you'll lose it because it's an idol. And eventually one day it will fall. It will go away. It won't be available. We want to be rooted in him. He's our source. He's our joy. He's the lifter of our head and the lover of our soul. He's the one who made a way out of no way and keeps making a way out of no way. He makes the crooked places straight. He levels the mountain. He bursts through bronze. He bursts through gates of bronze. He is that God. He is that God. He is that God. We put our trust in him. Come on, let's transition to this next segment. God is going to overrule your enemies. I need you to share this just quickly while I sip a water. Go ahead and share this quickly. If you're just coming in, especially share it on your timelines via Messenger, via Twitter, ping somebody, do what you got to do to get it shared out there. See, Jesus is the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Yes. One translation of Lord of Lords says, ruler of rulers. Our God is the ruler of rulers. So we see in Ephesians 6, there's rulers of darkness, right? So there's rulers in the demonic kingdom. Okay, there's rulers of darkness, right? There, there, there are principalities that rule over regions until they're displaced at the second coming of Christ or until they're displaced by uh, repenting prayer warriors who uh, preach the gospel and push back darkness and understand territorial warfare. But there are rulers of darkness. But here's the thing. Jesus is the ruler of rulers. And you serve the God who overrules. 
The enemy is not your ruler. He does not have the final verdict in your life. God is the judge. He's the just judge. His 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 throne is is built on the foundations of righteousness and justice. You can trust him. He's the God who overrules the enemy's plans and purposes in your life. We have to agree with God. That's the key. We have to agree with the God who overrules. We have to agree with his ruling. What has he already ruled in our life? What has he already ordained for our life? What has he already prophesied over our life? We have to get into agreement with the ruler of rulers. And then when the enemy comes in like a flood with all these accusations and circumstances, people turning against us, we can know that our destiny is secure and the God who overrules is at hand. He's got his gavel. He's ready to place a different verdict over your life, a verdict of victory, a verdict of payback, a verdict of, 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 of freedom from bondage. He's the God who overrules. Psalm 9, verses 3 and 4. Come on, I'm pray teaching you today. Somebody needs to get on board with God this morning because there's a breakthrough coming. Come on. Verse uh, it's, uh, Psalm 9. I love it. Psalm 9, verses 3 and 4. This is the NET version. When my enemies turn back, they trip and are defeated before you. For you defended my just cause. For your throne, from your throne, you pronounced a just decision. You can always depend on the Lord to do what is right, to have the just ruling, the just verdict. You just have to sometimes wait a little longer for it than you'd want to, but he will rule in your favor. The Good News Translation says, you are a fair and honest, you are fair and honest in your judgments, and you have judged in my favor. God will judge in your favor. Stay standing strong in the faith. Keep believing him. Keep asking him. Keep crying out. There are many enemies that come against you. Sickness comes against you. But sickness doesn't have the last word. God is the God who overrules the sickness. Our God is the God who overrules the addiction. And many times it's suddenly, it happens quickly. It's been a long time coming, but then bam, all of the sudden you're free from that fear. God overruled it. You're free, free from that struggle. God overruled it. You're free from that lack. God overruled it. God is about to judge in your favor. You're about to get a new verdict. There's breakthrough coming in your finances. There's breakthrough coming in your health. There's breakthrough coming in your marriage because God is ruling in your favor. Keep standing strong. Keep waiting. Keep waiting on him. He is a just judge. He will not let you down. He's working all things together for the good in the background. That's what he does best. He works in secret. The enemy can't see what he's doing. And oh, could you hear me? Did you hear me? I said, God works in secret. Sometimes the enemy can't see what he is doing. And all of a sudden, bam, here comes the overflow. Bam, here comes the breakthrough. I said, God works in secret. The enemy does not have any idea what God is doing. You might not have any idea what God is doing, but God is working things out for your good right now. I'm telling you the truth. He is a just judge. 
The enemy can't see what he's doing. You can't see what he's doing. That doesn't mean that he's not doing something. I promise you, he's doing something. He's working on your behalf. What the enemy meant for harm, God will turn for your good. The enemies that came against you with a false verdict of death, a false verdict of disease, a false verdict of, 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 of loneliness, a false verdict of depression, a false verdict of, you know, co-workers getting on your last nerve. No, no, no. That's not your end game. That's just the trial. It'll build your character. Wait on God and rejoice on him in the midst of it. Psalm 18, 16, 17 says, he reached down from heaven and rescued me. He drew me out of deep waters. He rescued me from my powerful enemies, from those who hated me and were too strong for me. God's arm is not too short that he can't reach down and deliver you. He is the God who overrules. So father, thank you that we can put our trust in you. You are the one who makes the final verdict. You are the one who rules justly, fairly. You're the God who vindicates. You're the God who avenges us of our enemies. So we're not going to just give up. We're not going to stop crying out. We're not going to stop knocking, seeking, and asking. We're going to continue to do what you told us to do while we wait on you to overrule. We're waiting on you to drop that gavel right on the enemy's head. <laughs> We're waiting on you to drop that gavel. We're waiting. We're waiting expectantly, knowing that you're going to do it. We're waiting and we're rejoicing, knowing that you're going to do it. We're waiting and we're going to thank you, knowing that you're going to do it. You are the God who overrules. You have the gavel in your hand. You're a just God. The enemy does not have the power to imprison us. The enemy does not have the power except we give it to him. So we're not going to give him power with our mouth anymore. We're not going to agree with his ruling over our life. We're not going to agree with the ruling of joblessness. We're not going to agree with the ruling of career problems and strife in the home. We're not agreeing with these rulings. This is not the ruling of God in our life. Jesus is the ruler of rulers. So we're going to stand firm. We're going to stand strong. We're going to keep believing the ruler of rulers is ruling in our favor. The ruler of rulers is, has a good verdict for us. The ruler of rulers is, is a just God, and he's going to bring justice into our life. He's going to turn things around because he has the power to overrule. He's got veto power. The enemy signed executive orders against your life, but the Lord has veto power. He has all power. He is all powerful. So we're standing firm, resolute. We're standing against every struggle, every battle in the mind, we're standing. I thank you, Lord, that when your verdict comes down, doors are going to open that no man can shut. I thank you. When your verdict comes down, you're going to bring divine connections. The right people are going to cross our path. Suddenlies are going to happen. Things are just going to come to us. Blessings are going to chase us down to over and overtake us. Resources are going to be made available to us. We're not going to struggle like we did under the enemy's rule. When we get your ruling, when your ruling comes down from heaven, we're going to rejoice. We're going to rejoice now. We're going to rejoice now because we know it's coming. Some of you might be down and out right now, but God wants to bring you up and over. He's the limitless God. He's the standard bearer. He's going to break you out of that mess and into a, a broad place of blessing. 
You might be the first one in your family to graduate college. You might be the first one in your generation to own a business. You might be the first one to break that generational curse and step into and release a generational blessing over your family line. That's all right. Be the first one. Be the forerunner. You be the one that stands for your generations, your family, your great-great-grandchildren you've never seen yet. You be the one that decides, no, I'm standing firm. My God is going to overrule this generational curse. My God is going to overrule this backstabbing demon. My God is going to overrule. He's the judge. He's the judge. Thank you, Lord, that you are the judge. So we rejoice in you because you're the judge. You're the judge. You're the just judge and you are for us and not against us. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Come on, who can believe for new doors? The enemy can't hold back your blessing forever. Maybe it's pent up. That just means it's going to come like a flood. Amen. The enemy brought a flood into your life, a flood of distractions, a flood of pain, a flood of grief, a flood of disappointments, but he cannot hold back your blessing forever. It's about to be released. And when it is, it's going to, oh, Shabbat You're almost going to be glad you went through the problem to get to the promise. I'll tell you what, you're going to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Do not faint. Do not pull back. Don't shrink back. Don't run back to where you came from. Run to the battle line. Look at that Goliath in the eye and say, this day, I will take your head. My God has ruled in my favor. You have no power of authority over me. I'm not going to put up with it anymore. I am on God's side and he is for me, not against me. Come on, somebody needs to begin to just believe God. I know your circumstances maybe look like they haven't changed in a long time. I get it. Please don't even talk to me about that. I've been going through this just this junk since 2017. But I'm breaking through. There's trials, but I'm leaping over walls. There's problems, but I'm running through troops. There's delays, but I'm praising God anyway. Why? Because that's the only thing you can do. Demonstrate your faith. Demonstrate your trust. The payback God's going to bring to you for the suffering the enemy put upon you is going to uh, be worth it. It's going to be worth it. You wouldn't want to have to go through it again, but it's going to be, he's going to make it up to you. He's going to make it up to you. Stand firm. Amen. Stand firm in the faith, rejoicing in him. God is good. Today be a good day to sow a seed. If you're inspired today, would you help us bring inspiration to others? Be a real good day to sow a seed. You know, there's sex traffic victims out there waiting to be rescued. Drug addicts waiting for someone to come help them, to deliver them. There's hungry children out there waiting to be fed. And we're part of doing those initiatives in the earth, as well as bringing prayer to the nations, bringing these words of life and hope and prayer that breaks bondages to the nations. Would you be part of that solution? If you've received today, maybe it's time to give back to the Lord and help expand this great mission. Amen. You can sow, I'm going to spend 30 seconds telling you how you can do this, then we're going to move on. So at uh, jenniferleclair.org slash missions, you can use the cash app. Cash app is dollar sign prophetic books. You can use the PayPal. PayPal is at, uh, no, PayPal is at paypal.me slash jenniferleclair. You can use the Venmo. Venmo is at jenniferleclair. You can use the text to give. Text the word pray, 754-701-2161. Text the word pray to 754-701-2161. You can use the P.O. Box, P.O. Box 30563, Fort Lauderdale, Florida, 33303, P.O. Box 305. 
6364 Lauderdale, Florida, 33303. If I'm talking too fast, I don't like to belabor this. I just want to inspire you. Today's going to be a good day to give. I don't say that too often. I say it a number of times in the course of any given year. Today's a good day to give. If you're inspired, if you got a new perspective, if your faith is rising, if you see through the trees, today is a good day for you to sow. When your faith is high, when you've been fed, when you don't even have room for dessert because the main the main course was just that good. Go ahead and sow today over there. You can find all the different ways to sow at jenniferleclair.org slash donate, including the wire instructions. And Father, how grateful we are for the opportunity to sow into your kingdom. You are awesome in power. You are mighty in battle and you will not let us go. We are safe in your hand. We are going to prosper in your presence. We're going to continue to, to, to press in to the promises. We're not letting go because you're not letting go. So why would we let go? We can't let go. Where would we go? You have the words of life. So thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, that you are the God who overrules. You have the last word, the last laugh. You have the last say. And we're going to go with what you're saying about us. We're not going to believe these lies of the enemy anymore. I know we have to wait a long time longer than we'd like to wait. I know that's why we have to be long-suffering. The breakthroughs aren't aren't always microwave breakthroughs, drive-through breakthroughs. We have to let the character of Christ be, be conformed in us. We have to continue to, uh, to, uh, to, to just let him do the work to get the stuff out of us so he can put stuff in us that we need from him. Thank you, Lord, for this offering today in Jesus' name. Amen. Multiply it back to the givers in Jesus' name. Amen. Some of you have testimonies. Send your testimonies in through jenniferleclair.org slash contact. We want to know how you're doing out there. I want to remind you of one thing before I forget. Today's broadcast is sponsored by, brought to you by uh, the new course, The Voice of God, Listening, Discerning, and Releasing Holy Spirit's Words. You're going to like this. I've been meaning to do this for a long time. I was actually going to do a different series next after rejection, severing the roots of rejection. And I said, no, we need this right now. I was on with Jim Baker and he just went on and on about how it's so critical uh, in this hour, like never before, that we learn to hear the voice of God and release the voice of God. Here's the thing. God is speaking more than we're listening. Did you know that God is speaking more than we're listening? I'm, I'm firmly convinced. See, many people struggle to hear God's voice. So they walk in the spiritual drought or, or they miss God's will for their life. They marry the wrong person. They take the wrong job. They, they go to the wrong church, whatever. They, 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 they miss his warnings. You know, some people are even deceived by the enemy because they think God's voice is the voice of the enemy. They think the voice of the enemy is actually God's voice because they don't know the difference. And the prophetic voice of God is not difficult to hear if you cultivate a listening ear. I mean, when Jesus said, my sheep know my voice, he was talking about you. So the question then is, how can you position your spiritual ears to hear what's on God's heart? How can you better discern if you're hearing your own conscience, God's voice, or the enemy? How does, how does God speak to his people today? And why sometimes does it seem so hard to hear God so clearly? You know, I've been hearing and responding to and releasing God's voice with accuracy and clarity for decades. And I want to help you gain that same confidence in your ability to hear, to respond, to share what the Holy Spirit is saying. God wants you to hear his voice and he wants you to share his words of life with others. 
And I want to help you be that one that is ready in season and out of season with the word of the Lord, not just for you, but for other people. God wants to use your voice. Amen. So get on over there and consider taking this class if you think it's going to bless you. Dutch Sheets said Jennifer is a seasoned listener. Uh, Barbara Yoder said Jennifer shows us how. Banning Liebscher says Jennifer is inviting you on a journey. There's endorsements over there. There's a lot of class titles over there. Sometimes we change the class titles because I'll add stuff. Amen. God will give me stuff midway, but some of the class titles are up there expecting to hear God speak, positioning your ear to hear God's voice, learning, learning Holy Spirit's unique language. Is that me, the enemy, or God talking? Natural ways God speaks, supernatural ways God speaks, hindrances to hearing God's voice, responding to the voice of God, releasing the voice of God. Those are some of the classes I'll be teaching. And you can get on that right now. There is a cost for it because it costs us to produce it. But you can get on that right now. It's on Early Bird uh, this week. So check that out. Schoolofthespirit.tv slash voice of God. See, God speaks many times in a whisper. He wants us to lean in to intimacy. And so we have to learn these things. We have to learn the ways of God. And we're going to do that in this course. I'm really, really excited. I was really excited about that Severing the Roots Rejection course. I'm really excited. I'm always, I, I don't do a course unless I'm excited about it. I don't do courses just to do courses. I do them because it's a now word for the body of Christ. I do it because I'm led by the spirit. I do it because, you know, there's something that, 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 that you need because you're the ones that are following my ministry. You're the ones that I'm praying for. You're the ones that I'm uh, trying to equip because you're the ones listening. So I'm asking God, what do I do next? What do I do next? What do you need to, what do you want your people to, to learn next? And the voice of God, I believe it's a very strategic uh, course for this time. So check that out if you want to. God is good all the time. School of the Spirit.tv slash voice of God. It'd be good for some of you to get in on the Ignite Network as you begin to take this new course and begin to find a safe place to practice and grow in that prophetic gifting. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. God is good all the time. God bless you guys. Have a breakthrough day.